creative journey is not an easy one. We're here to help. The Lightning Rod is a safe space to talk about branding, marketing, business, and the creative industry. Today's host is Min Win. And we're back. Hello, my name is Min Win, and you're listening to The Lightning Rod. Okay, creative folks, so in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about making activism art, combining my art with activism, activism, <laughs> activism for a good cause. And this is going to be a little bit more of a serious episode. I'm just going to be talking from my own experience. And once again, with more serious topics or more personal ones that are very near and dear to my heart. I definitely do have a script on the side, but I really just wanted to speak my truth and just film this as candidly as I possibly can with as few edits in between, just because I really want to just speak directly from my spirit. So let's talk about activism art. And well, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I really love activism art. That was one of the first things that I looked at when I was exploring editorial work. I've always been very politically active to some capacity or another. And I know this is really hard to believe because on this account, I talk so much about, you know, keeping my art very apolitical. I talk about keeping my art very, um, just very not political. I don't really like to do that. So then, you know, people are like, oh, Min is doing political art? No. No, there is political art and then there's activism work, which there is obviously an intersection between the two of them. Absolutely. Like because civil rights lead to government changes, which leads to government policies, which it does become political. So yes, there is a huge intersection between political art and activism work. But for me, I still think that there is a fundamental difference and I'm still trying to stay true to myself where once again, I'm not drawing for any political party. I will never draw art for the Democratic Party and I'll never draw art for the Republican Party in America. And if I move to Britain, for example, I think that their parties, correct me if I'm wrong, any British people who are listening, I would never draw anything for the Tories or the Labour Party, et cetera, et cetera. I will just never draw anything specifically for them. But with that being said, activism work for me, I feel like there are human rights issues that we can all agree on, that we are all on the same page with. So for example, I can only speak from my own experience with this because I am an Asian American person. I feel like I wanted to draw some art for the Stop Asian Hate campaign that's going on in America right now. And for those of you who don't know, or those of you who are not familiar with American politics, I do believe I have some international listeners that are listening in and tuning in. Basically in America right now, there has been a massive surge in reports of Asian American hate crimes that have been taking place. I believe the statistics are like, as of 2020, there have been about 3000 reported crimes across the nation. And it has to do with a lot of scapegoating of the Asian American community, um, blaming them for bringing over the coronavirus and the misnaming of it as the quote-unquote Chinese virus and then even more derogatory and inflammatory racial terms like quote-unquote the Kung flu. It's really derogatory and that kind of rhetorical irresponsibility has 
put a lot of damage and a lot of hurt on the Asian American community. There have been people who have been murdered. There have been people who have died as a consequence of this. Businesses have been vandalized. Cars have been vandalized. Asian Americans are being assaulted, specifically our women and our elderly community. And then on top of that, there was a mass shooting in Atlanta where the shooter was targeting specifically Asian spas and he claimed to have a sex addiction. He passed by multiple adult entertainment facilities and specifically targeted Asian-owned spas and eight people were killed, six of which were Asian women. So there's been a lot of crime happening and a lot of ignorance being spread around. And me and Tammy, we are a business in Atlanta where this hate crime, this massive mass shooting happened. We are a business founded by Asian women and femme presenting people. So we were, our hearts were shattered when we heard the news about this and we wanted to do some activism work. And Tammy was like, you know, Min, would you want to draw some activism art for this event? And I'm like, absolutely. I would love nothing more than to give back to my community that I love and I hold so dear to my heart. And, you know, when Black Lives Matter was happening, once again, I keep my platform very apolitical, but again, I feel like that's not political. This is a human rights thing where I do believe that people's human rights and their civil liberties are on the line. And there are Black Republicans, there are Black Democrats, there are Black Libertarians, there are Asian Democrats, there are Asian Republicans, and they all deserve the same human rights. So once again, same thing with Black Lives Matter. I don't think that that is a political subject. So when Black Lives Matter was happening, my role as an ally was just to amplify and uplift Black voices. I shared and I used my platform to try to uplift specifically Black artists that were drawing from their experiences as members of the Black community in America. And I really loved to be that ally for them. And it was so beautiful to see that same solidarity and that same allyship return to me when I had my friends who have done that kind of artwork and that kind of activism share my work and amplify my voice. That really, really deeply touched my heart. And for that, I just wanted to give a quick thank you that I'm grateful for your solidarity. I'm grateful for your love. And I'm grateful for the education I've received from your illustrations and the love I see in them. So that was definitely a really beautiful thing. So when I make activism work, when me and Tammy were there, we wanted to raise money. And that was the big thing was when we made activism work, we were pretty like, you know, dead set that we're not going to be making a profit off of this, obviously. Like, and that's the mentality that we went into going into making activism work is that this is purely the love of our community, the love of our people, the love of not just Vietnamese Americans, but Chinese Americans, Korean Americans, et cetera, et cetera. So specifically with the Asian American community, we are so diverse. Like Asian America is massive. There are Korean Americans, there are Chinese Americans, Indian Americans, Bangladesh Americans, et cetera, et cetera. We are a massive, massive continent. So we specifically for this, we wanted to keep it broad, but also specific to the people that were affected. So we drew activism work um, for that mass shooting. And the majority of the victims were of Korean and Chinese descent. So we wanted to find something that would compromise those identities. So 
I picked for the art, and I will have pictures all over our Instagram. The pictures of this artwork is on our Instagram. It's on our social media platforms. It's on our Facebook, and you can see it from there. But the first thing that came to my mind was a peach. And I thought about the peach as a very intersectional symbol. And that's the big thing about activism work that I would always recommend is finding symbols that have powerful meanings that anyone can understand, even if they're not from the culture itself. So I picked the peach because it has an intersectional meaning where Georgia, where the hate crime took place, the mass shooting, Georgia is the peach state. That is the fruit of our state is the peach. But in a lot of Asian cultures, including my own, I'm from the Vietnamese experience, the peach in, I believe, Chinese and Korean as well, there's a lot of intersection there. It represents longevity, but also youth. So I was like, yeah, that's a really beautiful symbol. It represents our state where the crime happened, but also I wanted it to represent the longevity and the resilience of the Asian American community. But also I wanted to represent the future where the youth, the future generations of Asian Americans do not have to feel like they have to prove that they belong here. They have to prove their worth as Georgians or prove that they belong in the state of Georgia or prove that they belong in America, period, period. They do belong here and their stories will be heard. And I made the peach shaped like a heart because they are loved. Like at the rally I was at, like um, one of the microphonists, they chanted, stop Asian hate. And then we as the audience chanted back, love Asian people. So I put the phrase, that phrase in there, stop Asian hate, love Asian people in the heart, the the peach shape heart, because I wanted it to be really dead set that we love Asian Americans, that we are here and we belong in, in Georgia and we belong in America. So that was the first thing that came to my mind. And then the second thing that surrounded the peach was I had some cherry blossoms around it. Cherry blossom trees can be found in Georgia as well as in a lot of East Asian and Southeast Asian countries. And I wanted it to have four on each side. So for the eight victims that were brutally massacred in this shooting, and it's just for their memory, for their lives that we will never know. We will never know the richness of their world, the richness of their lives, but I wanted it to be there as a memorial for them and the lives that were brutally taken from them, that they were beautiful and that they were worth celebrating and honoring. So I put those around the peach. And then finally, I had some hands um, at the bottom. And the hands represent the uplifting of the community, the uplifting of the Asian American community, but also the hands, the way I drew them is, I like to keep my art once again, I like to keep it very secular. I do come from the Buddhist experience. I am a devout Buddhist person, but I don't want to alienate anyone or isolate anyone. And I don't want to make anyone like feel uncomfortable if they don't come from the Buddhist faith. But in my mind, I pictured it as the hands of Guan Yin. I studied a lot of Buddhist art to get that really rich East Asian curve in the hands, but I never made it explicitly the hands of Guan Yin because I didn't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable or anyone feel like unwelcomed or isolated in any way. So I try to keep it as secular as possible. So what I did was I just used the style, the artistic style of Buddhist art and just made the hands more of a secular symbol of the love of the community uplifting the heart. 
And it's the love of the community that's keeping the heart from falling down. So that was more of my inspiration behind that. And that's basically the meaning behind my piece where that's my big advice. And I think the big takeaway from this episode is when you make activism art, every little bit of the piece is a symbol. There's a lot of iconography. There's a lot of symbolism that needs to be conveyed in this image that has to have a lot of strong meaning behind it. And also I would add, it has to be number one, specific, obviously, to the community that you are targeting. You know, if you are talking about the Asian American experience, like keep in mind who is in that experience, keep in mind who is being represented in that experience. So I like to be very general with that. So this is actually my big advice is specifically for Asian American activism, I avoid phrases like reclaiming the word yellow, like yellow peril supports black power, or even the new word that's like, quote unquote, like softer or more euphemistic, like golden and outspoken. I find those phrases actually unhelpful and a little offensive, actually, because I myself am an Asian American person. There's plenty of Asian Americans that are not golden. They're not yellow. We are brown. I myself have brown skin. So I find that phrase a little unhelpful. And frankly, it, you know, encourages colorism, which we we don't want at all. I find that to be, like I said, just unhelpful and unuseful. So when you make activism work, try to think about the community as a whole, try to keep it very inclusive as you can. So avoiding phrases like that, for example, for specifically Asian American activism is very helpful because not all of us from the Asian American experience are golden, quote unquote, or yellow. I mean, that's just such, I mean, at this point, yellow is such a derogatory term to refer to Asian people. So you want to be very careful about that. And if you don't come from the experience of an Asian American or a Black American or Hispanic American, et cetera, et cetera, and you want to make activism work for this community, speak to these people, talk to members of this community, take what they say very seriously, because this is their lived experience. Every single day of their lives, they are Asian American. Every single day of their lives, they're Black. Every single day of their lives, they're Hispanic, First Nation, etc. So take what they have to say very seriously if you're not from this community. And that's something that I am taking in now as I do more activism art. I might do more in the future. Who knows? But that's my big advice. But then secondly, is that try to keep it also inclusive to the people that you're trying to reach out to. Not everyone is going to appreciate this. We've actually, the creative folks and my personal Instagram account, we have had a lot of hate comments actually and a lot of racist comments that we've just quickly deleted. I typically never like to delete comments off of my Instagram. I like to keep it a free market space for anyone to express their ideas, but hateful ideas, I will never tolerate. Racism, I will never tolerate. So that's my other big advice for activism art is that yes, there people will interpret it however they interpret it. And I'm just going to be honest with you guys. It's yeah, it's, it's controversial, no matter how apolitical you want to make it, if it, or no matter how, whatever, there is a political side to it. Like I said, there's a lot of intersection between activism art and political art because activism art does lead into policy changes, which becomes political. So everything really is political in activism work to a certain extent or another. I still consider them human rights issues. But yes, obviously, like I said, there is a lot of intersection and we cannot ignore that intersection. Um, 
So yes, people will take it however they want to take it. And you have to be just very aware of that and very mentally and emotionally prepared for some of the comments that you will receive. And that's something that I had to learn and that me and Tammy quickly discovered was that not everyone really agreed and not everyone was very on board with that. So just be wary of those comments. Don't be ashamed or feel like you have to keep them up there. If they're promoting hate, honestly, I never believe in censorship, but hate speech is where I draw the line. I do not promote that and I will not allow that to pass. I'm sorry. I just want not. Actually, no, I'm not sorry. I'm just not going to let it pass. So that's basically my um, my advice on that. And just keep it simple. Keep the meaning strong, especially if you're making a t-shirt. It also depends on your platform as well about what you're making the activism work for. If it's an art print, then, you know, go to town on your colors, make it as painterly as possible. But for my specific design, I made it, I had to be a little bit more graphic with it because we are on a budget and we have to print these out on tote bags and on surface designs. So with every color that you add on, that's more money. So for my specific case, I made it a little bit more graphic and a little bit more simplistic just for the sake of the printing and the budget that we had. So it depends on the platform that you're using and it depends on the surface that this art piece is going to be on, how many colors you can use, et cetera, et cetera. And I've talked about that before in multiple episodes. But just to conclude this episode, it's going to be a bit longer than before. You know, Tammy and me were talking and, you know, Tammy asked, you know, am I going to do more activism art? Am I going to do more of this? And I think I might. I think I really, really might. Once again, though, I want to keep my platform very apolitical as in I'm not going to draw when I say apolitical I obviously mean I'm not going to draw anything for the Democratic Party or Republican Party the Libertarian Party like so for example if the Democratic Party reached out to me or if they wanted to use my art I'm probably going to say no same thing with the Republican Party I'm just drawing this kind of activism slash political art for myself and for educational purposes but never for a political party in America if that makes sense because I don't want to alienate anyone and I do want my art to reach people even if they don't agree with me, even if they don't see eye to eye with me. I want my art to touch their hearts and I want them to see my pain and my sadness, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, a Libertarian, whatever you are. I I just wanted to touch your humanity, if that makes sense. So thank you so much for listening, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. This was a little bit more of a serious episode, but that was my journey doing some activism art for this event that was very unfortunately took place in Georgia. So a little bit of a last minute plug is that we are selling these prints that I'm talking about. We are going to be selling stickers, pins, and tote bags of this design. If you want to check them out, go to our Etsy store. We are donating a majority of the profits to Asian American organizations in the Atlanta area and We're very public about the money that we're donating. We're going to keep you guys posted and updated. Thank you so much to our listeners. We love you guys. And um, that's it. This is Min Win, and I'm signing out. Bye. Did you know that we have an entire content library for you to learn from? Check out our website for more information. Thanks for tuning in today. The Lightning Rod is powered by the creative folks.